0: The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media.
1: All right, Jared. Emergency episode. It's not really an emergency. It's more like a in-game. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a rain delay. What should we do? We're here for
0: the next day and a you, half.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> let's record a you podcast. You think so? You think this is a no-go for tomorrow? Today. Uh, no, yeah. Obviously to speaking. The- oh. F- yeah, you're right. Yeah, when it comes out, right?
0: Yeah, this will come out on Monday. Morning.
1: And yeah, I think it's a no-go for Monday. I don't think you're going to race today. I think that there's going to be pockets of available time, and we're going to get this thing in on on today, this afternoon, in sporadic moments. Uh, but, you know, we do have some exciting new news, just FYI. Before we get into this. You know we have a new sponsor, a new... Presenting sponsor that we're really happy to welcome aboard Birch Gold Group. Uh, you can get a free info kit on gold by texting Denny to 989898 if you want to find out more about them. You can.
0: Okay. Let's Thank get into you. There.
1: Thanks, Birch. We're well, uh, looking forward to working with you guys. And we're, I'd like to have some gold. You know what I think is gold? My car. I think my car is gold. I haven't hit the loud pedal yet. I haven't pushed it. I've been taking some calculated risk. I really haven't taken many risks so far during this race. I've kind of seen. I've been seeing these guys get loose under each other, get tight under each other. What do you know? That that's a product of this race car that that we tried to explain after Pocono. But it's uh, it's just interesting that the racing is more cutthroat today than any other michigan race i've been in so far i mean everyone's fighting to for every inch uh cutting each other off holding each other tight shoving each other up um track position is is a premium right now
0: and what do you think that's a, a product of like why, why are we seeing that
1: i think the cars are all just so daggone equal the f- closer you get to the front the faster your car is the better it handles the better it is in traffic It just Everything gets so much better the further you get to the front. But what's happened is every crew chief and driver strategy going into yesterday is backwards. I guarantee you, last night, all the crew chiefs reworked their strategy to figure out, okay, the race is starting now at lap 74. Like, how do we get to 200 in the most efficient way now? So... I think that it's gonna be interesting to see. It's it's really gonna be this is gonna be a crew chief game, right? it really is, because passing is difficult unless you get strung out, then you can make some moves if someone's willing to let you go. If not, you know, we've seen a couple guys get loose under Blaney, it's because he hasn't really been that fast and if you look at his teammates like you know, we're we, we have right here in front of us we got the T V right in front of me and Jared and we're actually got the race playing so if we see anything pop up we'll comment on it and then we have the scoring monitor right here left of me so I can see kinda the lap times of the key people that I continue to watch week in week out what, what jumps off the page at me is like Harvick and the 22's lap times are not good now they might have had poor track position so far this race and not had an opportunity towards the front, and uh, which is understandable that your lap times would be off. But I mean, it's it's almost close to a second, um, six to seven tenths, pretty consistently. So, you know, maybe Blaney's fighting. You know, knows that he's, I don't know, maybe he likes his car, but it, it looks like he's he goes to get past, and he's trying his damnedest to hold everyone off because you know, if you let one go, then here comes another, here comes another. Next thing you know, you your track position's not good, and it seemed yeah. like with him challenging his position as much as he is, that's what's causing these guys to make mistakes underneath them.
0: Yeah, you had, you you actually said that midweek we recorded a, a, a piece for, for Logitech in their sim, and you had mentioned that so much of this race is momentum-based, and if you come off a corner and you don't have that momentum, you're just going to get freight trained.
1: Yeah, there's been many times and you, you see it all through the field that guys will get runs, and and any other racetrack, they would take that run and try to pass. But here at Michigan with the straightaways and the draft being so big, you have to weigh your risk of like, can I clear that person or not? If I can't, I can't make this move. Not until it gets strung out. On restarts, you see us all lined up and if you just, you can't get in and get to the top lane, you can lose five, six spots like it's nothing. And it will take you, if the race goes green, to get those five or six spots back, at least a full fuel run. So that's why everyone's so panicked about giving up a spot.
0: I'm looking. We're watching the race on TV, as you said. Uh, we're on lap 12 of 200. Uh, Chase Elliott is running seventh currently. But then you look up at your scoring monitor, and Chase Elliott is not on the monitor.
1: No, because it only went to 32nd, unfortunately for him. <sighs> This is the beginning of the race. We so far. yeah, it's time. I, I I might have to jump off. I might have to jump <laughs> off the wagon. Might <laughs> he? Yeah, just yeah. He he just couldn't afford a wreck, and and he he had a wreck. Uh, obviously, un, not his doing. He, he blew a right rear there, and yeah, the uh, he's gonna have to win a race. I I really thought that he you know could get he could gain six to. Twelve playoff points on McDowell. Next, next thing you know, now he's down to minus twenty-eight. Finish. Mc, I mean, it's not like McDowell's been very good. I think right. I actually listened to Dirty Modo and they said that McDowell's never finished better than twentieth here. Yeah. So
0: and McDowell had, was on pit road. Uh, he's
1: twenty-seventh. I, I saw him looking at the front of his car when yeah. we got out. Yeah. Uh, he was on the inside lane. I saw him looking at damage on it. So, man, Chase had an opportunity, but. Again, it's not on him, but it's just super unfortunate that blew a tire there. We've seen a
0: bunch of guys uh, spin out so far today, Chase being one of them. Uh, Kyle spun out. Kyle Busch spun out, as you mentioned. Um, Christopher Bell spun out in front of you. Are all these linked in a way? It's weird. W- William I... Byron got loose as well and was yeah. out of the race?
1: Yeah, it was that was coming to the checkered flag of stage one. Uh, I went three wide on him and might have been Corey LaJoy. It was him and Corey LaJoy. He was side by side with Corey. He, you know, I, I got side by side with Corey and he's, he just, so he pushed Corey back by me and I'm like, well, okay. You know, obviously we're battling for the regular season championship with Martin Truex, me, him, and, and Byron. So, and then I got a huge run on the white flag lap of the stage one. And so I, I shot to the bottom, uh, down the stretch past him and LaJoy and then next thing you know, I'll look up in my mirror and Byron's in the wall. So it looked like he got loose and then he got up in the un, the, the territory of the resident that you don't want to be in. And more than likely, been a link, right? Yeah, Kyle, yeah. Kyle Bush just wrecked live on our screen here, um, uh, obviously 12 hours after it actually happened. But I was right behind this as well. Um What he thought here, I'm looking at it, he drove in with the anticipation that probably he was far enough ahead of the 12 that if he drives in deep enough, he's going to clear himself. And again, the 12, I just got done putting pressure on him. I couldn't get around him because he was kind of holding me a little tight there. And then again, Blaine's just fighting for his position, but he doesn't want to give it up. and it gets loose under him. It's just really weird that these cars are getting loose though. This is the first time yeah. I've seen that. Steve Latart mentions
0: here on the broadcast that if Blaney was not on the outside of Kyle here, he probably could have hung on to this, but because Blaney's there or just another car in general is there, you have there's just no grip.
1: Uh, so they made contact, then or he have got Are you no downforce? Yeah, I mean, it looks like he just gets loose, but they make contact, then he got loose. So, uh,
0: Do they make contact? That's like a do. similar amount of contact that you and Kyle Larson have.
1: Oh, give me a break. You see tire <laughs> smoke on this. Do I need to rewind this for you? You can go, Nico. Where's all the critical people out there? Oh, you touched, you touched, touched. What about all these people today that are running each other up the racetrack? Is that fine? And by the way, it's stage one. <laughs> uh, not for win. Yeah, you see the smoke? Yeah, they hit, then Kyle gets loose. There's only one good news for Kyle over like Christopher Bell. Kyle's going home, and he don't have to wait this rain out. And Poor <laughs> Bell has got a damaged car, and uh, he might be here a while yeah. with a car that's damaged. I had that happen to me. It was my rookie season and the season after at California. I wrecked early in the race. Rain came. Two days later, I'm still in California because my team wants me to finish the race, I gained no spots. Casey Mears is the only person I beat. He finished 43rd. I was 42nd, and I just remember it was the most miserable day ever because you're you're waiting days for it to stop raining, and you know you were going nowhere. You're half, you know, off the pace.
0: How are you with with you racing true coming into the race? You're you're minus 39 behind. X for the regular yeah, season championship. Yeah, now I'm more right. Yeah, did well, he Truex, win the stage? He did. He won the first stage. I was you fin- eighth. Okay, so you're additional seven points back.
1: Yeah, forty six. Then something like that. Okay. H-
0: how are you? H- how are you racing this race now going forward? Are you worried about that?
1: Is Coke Zero Sugar the best Coke ever? I know that's a bold question, but it's got that irresistible taste to back it up. And one thing's for sure, when you've got an irresistible match like zero sugar and zero calories, something sensational is bound to happen. It's like when me and my co-host Jared team up to make a podcast. But it's too bad you can't taste with your ears because Coke Zero Sugar tastes so amazing, it's hard to put it into words. But that is my job. Well, at least it is on Monday. You'll have to take the taste for yourself. Coke Zero Sugar. Best Coke ever? Well, my crew chief's going to make a call because we know our car is good we're going to make i believe we're probably going to make cause to try to win the race right and i think that's the most important thing right is you can chase points all you want and i think chase elliott brought up great points in the media center this week about you start you know you don't need to chase points chase the win and the points will be there i think it's a very very true statement um i don't know that others call it that way but we definitely gave up some track position you know we could have made the first stage on fuel uh the guys that chose to make it try to make it on fuel what well, they did everyone could make it but others are just trying to set themselves up for later in the race now it's you know truex made back up for it so it's not like i think this racetrack if your car is really fast which we're looking at a lot of times truex is here below everyone but he's leading like if you're as fast as him, you're you're probably you're gonna get a lot of stage points and you're gonna contend for a win.
0: Are you racing for points or are you racing for the win? If the you're, win. if you're, no, not true actually. Let me finish my, my my sentence. If you're Ty Gibbs or Bubba Wallace,
1: oh, these guys are points racing. No question, they're points racing. Um, they're trying to get every stage point that they can, which is why you saw the 54 in the first stage staying out every caution. Like, screw that, he ain't gonna give up his track position. you know it's so hard to pass and so uh, I think that him the, the now the 23 has come through the field twice I watched him at the beginning of the race he started right in front of me he methodically made his way up to almost the top five then he went back and then drove back up towards the front again at the end of stage one so I I think the 23 is very fast the 19's very fast. Um, you know, Eric Jones looks fast. Um, now, I got around him. I, is he race winning fast? Probably not. Chris Busher was really fast. I, he's getting really strong runs off the corner, and he's really strong into turn three. So, like, I've noticed many times on restarts, I'm not hedging far enough left I'm trying to set myself up for a really good exit and Chris busher is driving in there and getting up beside me and slowing my momentum because he's getting way up further he's getting beside me when I'm really not planning on him to be so he's I've got to start hedging a little bit lower on some of these restarts I think um, it, it's just there's some cars that are fast I, I thought the 17s pretty fast. So you got the 19, 23, 17. I really haven't seen much from the 6, but he kind of looked pedestrian when he was out there. I think that we are fast. I, I I think I've showed one lap of my car's capability so far. Um you know, most of the time you got a fast car, it's a really good thing, but sometimes at Michigan, if you have a fast car, you're so much faster through these guys than these guys in the corners that it puts you in a bad spot down the straightaway and then you lose more spots. When I was talking about I was trying to pass Ryan Blaney, well, I tried to pass him and then lost two spots. Right. Like, if you don't complete the pass, you're going backwards. Yeah, so it's it's you know, it's it's going to be a, a game of track position and fast cars, but I think the ones that I listed are the ones that stood out to me that that were quick.
0: What do you mean that uh when you say You know we haven't shown our full capability. Like obviously you're going around the track. You're you're the pedals on the floor, right?
1: Like what do you mean you haven't shown? Almost. I mean, you know we're not wide open. I've been in traffic, and then when I have got track position, bam, a caution came out. You know when I was running uh, right behind the Christopher Bell and uh, Alex Bowman wreck, um, then the caution came. You know we just we were there battling for the lead, and then a caution comes out and. Chris calls me in for another pit stop. So it's like we haven't been able to sustain our track position up front where some of these guys are selling out to just screw it. If I run out of gas, I'll just come whenever I run out of gas. I'm not pitting, not giving up my track position where we're trying to, you know, open up some options. And hopefully, you know, Chris has got plans towards getting me my track position at the end of the day. That's the way this works is what we're trying to win.
0: We can pick up off that off that piss stop because yes you came in you took four tires a handful of other guys including the likes of truex and, and bowman took no tires or, or two tires how when we go back racing here how is that gonna the
1: tires don't matter uh, this is a the fans don't realize i think this is like our atlanta tire our daytona tire like this is a super speedway right side tire it doesn't wear like at all so it's a tire heat issue what you know if you fall off in lap times it's because the tire's hot so i think that um your track position means more than than tires however we did have tires and we went from 15th to 10th pretty quick there uh right before this rain happened
0: so overall do you think that that's going to make a difference getting back to the front of your track position or it's going have to come in another way
1: I think we're fast enough if we just get a long enough run. We need this tag on race to not stop every four laps. Um, I once the field gets strung out, I think my car has tremendous speed.
0: And then, are there any teams that are going to benefit from the potential weather difference? Because you're racing yesterday on Sunday, it's overcast, rain's coming in and out, right? That that's the weather. I, ho- what I you hope, don't.
1: Yep. What I hope is when it rain, it, when it we race, it's sunny. I want it to be super slick, then okay. the good cars will really, you'll really see them start to show through the ones that handling that are handling. Well,
0: that's kind of what I'm getting at. Cause if you don't race today on Monday, you race tomorrow on Tuesday, the sun comes out completely different track, different Absolutely. temperature, everything changes.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it's interesting that Michigan historically has the biggest shifts in solar radiation of many of, of the tracks. Like it never is sunny throughout. It's never shaded throughout. It just always have ebbs and flows of, like, sunlight. And, and it you know, it's more about the sun than it is the actual temperature outside. So when the sun comes out, that track temperature shoots way up. Even though the temperature might be the same, the, the, the sun on the asphalt what jacks up the temperature, makes it slicker, and then you're going to really start to see who's got, you know, the cars that are handling the best, and and I, what I'm saying is, when I look at the 19, the 17, and those guys, their cars are handling really well. That's what jumps off of the page. Everyone looks fast down the straightaway when they get a run or get a draft. It's which ones are fast in the corners. Those are the ones that have stuck out to me.
0: Looking up at this scoring monitor, Tyler Reddick is at the top of the board. Um, yeah, you, you you kind of mentioned how he regained, or didn't regain the lead, but gained the lead off the restart.
1: Yeah, they did the different strategy. They stayed out uh, before that rain where us and others pitted. Um, But then he took the lead on the restart from the bottom lane. And what I've noticed, actually, is that this is a top, it has historically been a top lane dominant track, but, man, he's, you know, not just him. Others have made the bottom work pretty good on these restarts so it'll be interesting to see do we make adjustments for that and even I'm telling you you know I need to start to hedge lower on some of these restarts because I'm you know I feel like the what my car needs I'm not giving it, it to it quite yet oh Corey LeJoy just drove in three wide bottom Ricky Stenhouse and AJ Allmendinger oh that is a uh exciting trio that'll be three wide um man, the runs are just so big and i mean you're you're seeing these guys racing and we're watching them right now and it's like the racing like it's the last stage with 20 to go and that's just the different type of racing we've got and I've, i you know i'm personally really excited to get this race back going again cuz i think we got a ra- great shot and it looks like i think the fans going to get a great great show when when they get this thing going another
0: guy we see on tv right here kevin Harvick, who's been the king of michigan the last handful of years,
1: yeah, I know that, but man, so much is different. I mean, it really is. They're, the cars are so much different. Yes, he won in next gen last year. There were a lot of factors uh, that that played into that. You know, track position. I, I think that you know the SHR cars were stronger um, last year than what they are this year. Um, yeah, I mean, for now, he looks pedestrian, but. They are the absolute king of optimizing their day. They don't make mistakes. That four team just does a phenomenal job every week of finishing where they're supposed to finish. You know, they, they have, you know, Kevin's race craft and Rodney's chemistry between the two of them, you know, even when they don't have the fastest car, they find a way to put themselves in the picture at the end. If you're. My mom's phone, she's got like a, you know, alarm clock. Over do we need there a guest? Mary Lou, message. you
0: want you have anything you would like to say? How's the how's just over here make sure I don't cuss. Yeah,
1: how's your radio
0: chatter been so far today? Clean?
1: Uh, very clean. Very clean. Very calm, clean. I'm the quarterback. Chris is the head coach. Tell me what to do. Pit, don't pit. Fine. What I'm assuming you know what you're doing and I'm out here to execute the play. So it's going well. And you know, again it you watch the rate, I'm looking at the race and I'm like Wow, we look so very unassuming, but I just, I can see, like I, I feel in the car that it's got what it takes to contend by the end of the day.
0: I'm, I'm curious. Does this, does doing this, like this podcast help? Like, can you go out there, run 75 laps, and then like think about everything that has happened so far that you can learn? Oh, and then apply Kyle it? Larson
1: just got loose. Sorry, folks. We're, we're <laughs> Again, we're on lap uh, 31. Oh!
0: You're behind him. You give him a nice little push here.
1: Yeah, he, you know. They
0: actually sh- say you, he deserved that because of the way you've treated him the last handful of races.
1: Oh, my gosh. The was Let it go, NBC. Um, no, he got really loose underneath Christopher Bell. Yeah, Christopher Bell. Almost watered both of them up. Wow, that was close. Uh, but, yeah, helped him get his momentum going back there.
0: Yeah. So, uh, is, is this getting out of the car having 12 hours to process everyone's
1: it. doing it you know everyone will go back and watch smt tonight and think about what they need to tell their crew chief to make their car better um i think the crew chiefs will re- rework their strategy knowing that you know we got a reset here you got time to think about it um you know it, there's there, there could be someone that it's in the weeds that you don't see coming that is one adjustment away from making their car a race winning car and, and you don't see it until this thing gets strung out so we'll uh, we'll see how it goes
0: well we got 126 to go um I don't know what what, what should we be, fans are watching at home on TV what should what should they be looking for
1: um I'll be interested to see and, and a lot of it is going to depend on the conditions like I said with is it a sunny race are we just fighting rain showers today uh, on Monday afternoon? If we're fighting rain showers, the track's going to be faster. The track position will be the biggest factor. Uh, If it goes sun, I think one of those guys that I listed, if not all of them, will be battling for the race win.
0: Are crew chiefs building strategies for both situations? Because if you race let's say it's Monday, you're you're out here today, later in the day, you're battling rain showers. If you get to hundred laps, that could be the end of the race. So if you're yeah, a crew chief, are you building a strategy for that situation, but also the situation that you could run the full race on Tuesday? I,
1: I hope NASCAR let's, let you know, we're staying here. We stayed here another night. Let's I hope we have a window that we can get this whole race in, you know, it, it's, there's a lot on the line, certainly, um, you know, with these playoff spots, Alex Bowman's uh, was up front for, for a little while. I think he was kind of holding the field off at, at, at bay when, when he was leading, but still you just, you never know what can happen. Um, especially, you know, I think these restarts are going to continue to get crazier and crazier. So I think, Oh, chase just blew a tire. I mean, that's just so out of the blue. Um, I think that they're preparing for everything they're preparing for all different condi- conditions. Where's the wind go? Does it shift from this side to this side? I mean, that changes a lot, you know, with, with the characteristics, the handling of your car. So the crew chiefs, you know, they're not just going back in their hotel tonight and kicking their feet up like we are right now. And just, you know, the, their, their faces are in the computer and, they're trying to get all the information they can to come up with the best strategy well, or the fixes for their car.
0: Right. Well, I guess uh, I don't know. Tune in the rest of the race today.
1: Yep. We'll uh, or tomorrow. Yep. At uh, noon today on uh, USA. Uh, tune in and hopefully we're we're green flag racing. Um, yeah, Chase just wrecked. That's that's a bummer. There goes my. I
0: mean, uh, we'll ta- we'll talk. Right
1: ta- just right there, it, it, it right there, like, damn it, it's got to win now. <laughs> so, yeah. I
0: mean, uh, we'll talk about this on the the full episode because that's still planned after this race is completed. But if you're Michael McDowell's team here, right, you see this and it's kind of. You know, it's relieving a bit, yes. but also you've got Ty Gibbs and your other competitors that are racing around that cut line who have now surpassed you based on their oh, current running good
1: position. Good point, good point, Ty Gibbs. Where did he finish in the first stage? Top three, right? He scored a lot of stage points. Austin. Hey, Mommy, just got to hit the button. It's all good. Um, Third. So he was 18 behind. Yep. So now he's... Like 11. Yeah, he's there. So... And still running in while you get a blessing just while you get a blessing with Chase Elliott, there's there's others there's others that are coming like Ty Gibbs, so we'll see. Um, I'm excited to get this race going. Obviously, Toyotas look good. Um, you know i i think uh, I think we're in for a good one. So let's get this race going and uh, appreciate y'all tuning in to the emergency in race episode. We'll see y'all in a couple days.
0: Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok,
1: and Instagram.